Pastor John Cannon and the Congregation of Victory Church welcome you to this message from the Word of God. It is our heartfelt desire to see you grow closer to the Lord and to help you become all that He has created you to be. Our prayer is that through this ministry you would come to know Him in a greater way and that these teachings from Scripture would better equip you to fulfill His plan in your life. Now, let's join Pastor John as we study the Word together. If you have your Bibles, turn to the book of Galatians. Now, we've been studying and working through the fruit of the Spirit. And today we're going to be on kindness, just mainly just talking about kindness. I'm not going to be real long today. This is a pretty easy subject today. Uh, it's something that we all get to choose to do, either be rude or be kind. The choice is yours every single day, right? So this is something we should be putting on. This is something we should be doing. This is a fruit of the Spirit. So if you turn in your Bibles, if you will, please, to the book of Galatians, chapter 5. I want us to look at verse number 16 and then verse number 22, okay? Galatians chapter 5 and verse number 16, the Apostle Paul is writing to us, Christians, believers, Christ followers. He's actually writing to the churches of Galatia, uh, but it includes us today. He says, I say then, walk by the Spirit. So guys, we have a choice every single day how we're going to live. We have a choice every single day how we're going to walk. And here he says, I want you to walk by the Spirit and you will not carry out the desires of the flesh. Then he goes on through that passage of Scripture and he lists the desires of the flesh. And we spent several weeks unpacking those verses. And if you missed those sermons, you want to go back and hear it, you can go to our website at myvictory.church. You can go to our podcast page there and you can listen to all of our podcasts and all of our sermons and all of our teachings on this subject up to this point. Okay? Now, if you will, look down in verse number 22. In verse number 22, it says this, But the fruit of the Spirit is love... Joy, peace, patience, everybody say kindness, 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 goodness, faith, gentleness, and self-control. Now this is what we should be producing in our lives every single day. And if we're not producing this, then we're producing the desires of the flesh that's mentioned earlier in this passage of Scripture. You're producing one or the other. Everybody's producing some type of fruit in their life, right? We're influencing somebody, we're producing something, and we're choosing. Now, I want you to notice that the fruit of the Spirit is a choice. Every one of these you can choose to do, okay? The fruit of the Spirit is love. You get to choose whether you want to love or not. You get to choose whether you want to be joyful or not. You get to choose whether you want to have peace or not. You get to choose whether you're going to be a patient person or not. And the same thing is true even with kindness. We get to choose whether we're going to be kind or not. So let's pray. I'm going to be real short today. I'm going to get to the point. I'm going to give you a challenge today as I have the last several weeks. I'm going to give you a challenge. You already see it up there. It's the Kia challenge that I'm going to give you. Hashtag Kia. And this is what we're going to be doing this week. It's simply kindness in action. I'm going to help you and give you some ideas about that and give you a little bit of scripture about that. Okay? So let's pray together. Father, 
Thank you so much for our time together today. Uh, we pray, God, you meet with us, that you move in our hearts and move in our lives. And, God, you help us to be people that produce this type of fruit in our lives on a daily basis. Help us to wake up every morning and choose to be people that love and have joy and that are patient, that have peace and that have kindness. And God, help us to be kind one to another. Help us to be kind to our family. Help us to be kind to our, our co-workers. Help us to be kind to those in our community and, and those perfect or those strangers that we don't even know. Help us, Lord, to display this fruit of the Spirit called kindness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to share another passage of Scripture with you. If you have your Bibles, turn to the book of Colossians. Colossians chapter 3 and verse number 12 down through verse number 17. Now here really is what I want you to see. Every single day we get to choose to, say the next words for me on the screen, put on, okay? We get to choose to put on every single day kindness. Now look what it says in Colossians chapter number 2. Go back to the uh, Colossians chapter 3 and verse number 12 down through verse number 17, okay? Listen to what the scripture says. It says, therefore God's chosen ones, holy and loved, the scripture says, put on heartfelt compassion, gives us a whole list now, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, accepting one another, forgiving one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive. So we're to put on forgiveness. Then he says, above all, put on love, the perfect bond of unity, and the scripture goes on there. The point I want you to see is that we are to put this on, okay? Now today I'm talking about kindness. We're talking about the fruit of the Spirit, this aspect of the fruit. We're talking about choosing to be kind. We have to put it on every single day. How many know people in your life, maybe in your sphere of influence, or people that, that you work with, or you just know someone, that you would say, that is a kind person? Raise your hand, right? We all know people like that. On the same flip side of that coin, if you will, how many know people that are just rude? They are just rude people. Raise your hand, right? We all know those types of people. Do you know what? Everybody chooses every day whether they want to be rude or whether they want to be kind. It's a choice, right? I don't care what's going on in your life. I don't care how you may have been raised. It doesn't matter what your education may be. It doesn't matter what your social status or what your financial status may be. We get to choose every single day if we're going to be rude to someone or if we're going to be kind to someone, right? No excuses. Will you agree with me? Now, we want to make excuses. We want to explain it away. We want to give all these reasons why today I am entitled to be rude or not feel good. It doesn't matter. Even if it's before you had your first cup of coffee, there's no reason for being rude. Are you with me? I'm going to be short. I'm going to be to the point today, and we're going to move right on, okay? We're simply talking about kindness. Now, before I go much further into this message, just let me tell you where this needs to begin and where this needs to start. At home, within the four walls of your house, you need to learn how to be kind to your husband or to your wife. 
You need to learn how to be kind to your children. You need to love how, learn how to love and have joy and have peace and, and have patience within your household, right? I've seen people that are better to a perfect stranger than they are to those that live in their own house. Are you with me? We, <laughs> I guess that hit a nerve right there with someone, right? <laughs> right? We've seen that in our life. And how sad it is. I don't want my children to ever say of me or my wife to ever say to me that he was better to everybody else than he was to us. I don't ever want them to say that. So I put forth an effort every single day to show kindness and love and joy and patience and peace and all these things first and foremost to my kids and to my wife and then out into the community and so forth and so on. Are you with me? So I just want to say, as a preface to everything else I'm going to say, let this begin at home, within your household, with your husband, with your wife, with your children, with your immediate family, then your extended family, and then go on out, right? I know a lot of times we come home and it's easy to kind of throw the mask off and just be yourself, but listen, don't don't let your children or your spouse have to live with the rude you, right? They don't deserve that, do they? I mean, listen, the people we love the most oftentimes are the people we hurt and disappoint the most. Are you with me, church? Okay? Are you with me? Can I get amen in the amen corner over here, right? Are you with me? All right, so kindness is something we choose, and and that's what I want to say there. Now, let's try to define this a little bit if we can. Kindness is to be the center of really the Christian life. The whole fruit of the Spirit is what we produce as believers. So what is kindness? Here's your list of of things, and, and it can go on and on. I mean, this is not an exhaustive list by any means, but these are a few things that I just wanted to hit on here real quickly. Kindness is, is simply the, it's benevolence in action, okay? It, it's really, it starts first, and I don't have a slide for this, but it really starts with a mindset, and it's a mindset of others and not self, okay? It's, it's a mindset of thinking about other people. The problem with so many people, we don't think about anybody but ourselves, right? We're very selfish. We're very self-centered. And so we don't care if we're rude or hateful or mean or not kind to someone. But that's not Christ-like. Are you with me? That's not producing the fruit of the Spirit. So what is kindness? Well, here's a few things. It's, it's benevolence in action. It's looking for the needs in someone else. It's looking to, to encourage someone else. It's looking to give a kind word to someone else or a kind deed. And we're going to get into goodness a little bit later. But it, it really starts with this mindset. It's being friendly. It's being caring. It's being considerate. It's being helpful. It's being generous. It's having an others first mentality. I wonder how they may be feeling in this situation. I wonder what's going on in their life today. Guys, let me share this with you. And this is something that that my pastor shared with me many years ago whenever I first got into ministry. He said this. He said, John, no matter how many people you stand in front of and preach, I don't don't want you ever to forget, this is what he said, behind every face there's a heartache. And that's true. Behind every face, we're all dealing with something, right? There's something going on in everybody's life. 
So what he was trying to teach me is to understand that folks are dealing with stuff. They're going through things. Therefore, have compassion, have mercy, have kindness towards everyone because everybody's dealing with stuff. Would you agree? So we need to learn how simply to be kind. I like what Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 31 says. And it says this. It says, all bitterness and anger and wrath and shouting and slander must be removed from you. So these are some things that we need to take out of our life, right? Now, all of these we do with the help and with the empowerment of the Holy Spirit in our life. Remember when I was several weeks ago as I started unpacking the fruit, it's a given that this is being totally dependent on the Holy Spirit in our life to help us. You can't do these things without God, right? You've got to have Him in your life and the Holy Spirit empowering you. That's a given. But here in Ephesians 4, Paul says that all bitterness and anger and wrath and shouting and slander Let that be removed from you. Now I want you to think about your life. I want you to think about your household. I want you to think about your family. Is there a lot of shouting and slandering and bickering and maybe bitterness and wrath and all of that that's taking place? If so, we need to choose to remove it, right? Get it out of our life. And how are we going to do that? You're only going to do that with the help of the Holy Spirit. So you're going to have to surrender yourself to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and ask Christ to come into your life and for the Holy Spirit to empower you so you can get these things out of your life. You can't do it by yourself. I know that. You have to have the power of the Holy Spirit with you. Along with all malice, get rid of it. And then he says we're to do something. We are to be what? Kind and compassionate to one another. Wow. How much better would our churches be? How much better would our families be? How much better would our communities be? If we all just chose to do away with these things that he lists in Ephesians 4.31 and we chose to put on kindness and we chose to put on compassion and humility, what a better place we'd have. Forgive one another just as God has forgiven you in Christ Jesus. So kindness is not rude, it's not critical, it's the opposite of abuse and hatred and harshness and cruelty. Bottom line is this, kindness aims to help those on whom it rests. We're trying to be kind to those and it's helping those with on whom it rests. Now you could get into a lot of other biblical go a little bit deeper in all of this and you'll discover that the word kindness there is a combination of two Greek words. I understand the context of the scripture. I understand what it's saying. I really understand it deals more with a a mindset and an attitude and a giving of oneself. But I'm just trying to keep it on a very practical level here for us today. Okay? Will you allow me to do that? So with that being said, let's go a little bit further and let me give you the challenge for this week. Every week I've given you a challenge. I gave you a a patience challenge. I gave you a a joy challenge. I gave you a peace challenge, right? Filtering the noise was last week's challenge so you can experience peace. Today I want to give you this challenge. Everybody say Kia. It's not your car, okay? Right? It's kindness. It's kindness in action. 
That's the challenge that I want every one of us today to make a decision, make a choice with the help of the Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us and us surrendering our life to the Holy Spirit. I'm going to leave here today and I'm going to produce the fruit of kindness. I'm going to put this on like I put on my shirt. I'm going to put on kindness today and I'm going to go out today and I'm going to choose to be kind to people that I interact with, right? You know what that, that's really called? That's called being the light of the earth, letting others see Christ in you. How many can say that God and Christ has been kind to us, right? When I deserved hell and I deserved not to be forgiven for my sins, He was kind and showed compassion towards me and all these other things. That's what we're to be giving others, right? Now, let me give you another. Give me, let me just give you something else to think about. Go back and think about, and I've, I've really been jumping on all the social media posts that sometimes we throw out there in the heat of the moment. Go back and look at your own profile and look at your own status. And over the last week or the last month, how much kindness have you thrown out there? Just in your post, we're, we all post stuff, right? And sometimes we post in the heat of the moment. Just because you think it, doesn't mean you need to post it. Are you with me? Right? We need to filter these things. And we need to choose to put on kindness. Okay? So here's the challenge this week. I really want us to go out and practice putting on the fruit of kindness and, and, and bearing the, the fruit of the Spirit kindness. So here, here's a few ways we can do that. Let me give you number one. Number one is simply this. Go out and smile. Really, just smile this week, right? How many know those people that, man, if they smile, their face is going to crack and it's going to fall in the floor? I mean, I know some folks like that. Smile. Just smiling is contagious, is it not? Just go. Matter of fact, let's test it right now because there's some that aren't smiling. So I want everybody to look to your neighbor on your right and on your left, tap them on the shoulder, and give them a, the best smile that you can muster up right now. Okay, Go ahead and do that right now. Go ahead. Smile. Go ahead, everybody. It's amazing how contagious that is whenever we just smile. You know what you're starting to do? You're really starting to break forth the fruit of kindness. It's amazing. You go out to someone and you just smile. How are you today? And have a smile, right? Now, it's going to start with something else, and I'm going to give you in just a moment, but I want you to listen to what Proverbs 15.30 says. It says, A cheerful look brings joy to the heart, and good news makes for good health. A cheerful look. Listen, if you're having a bad day, I promise you, if you change your perspective a little bit and your mindset a little bit and you get your focus off of yourself and you start thinking about others and you just go out there and you just smile, just do that. We all can do that. You're proving to me this morning you can do that. Let's just go out and smile. I'm smiling. Right? Just kind of let your mouth go upwards a little bit. Show a few teeth. Some of you got big smiles, right? It's okay. You think, preacher, Really? I'm just simply talking about being kind. I'm trying to be as practical as I can with the fruit of the Spirit and give us a challenge, something we can do when we walk out the door. We're told to be kind. And it starts really with just simply a smile. So when you get up to Walmart and you've been waiting 25 minutes in the checkout line, right, and they have 47 checkout aisles 
They have three people working, and they're 65 people deep. When you get up there, that poor man or woman, whoever it is, is checking you out. Don't give them a hard time. They can't help the management's not opening up more aisles. It's not their problem. Could you imagine standing there all day scanning this stuff, thinking, I wonder why they don't open up more? I mean, I'm sure they are thinking the same thing. Right? They're people. They're human beings. Show some kindness and smile. Right? There's not a whole lot of that going around today, is there? So this is stuff we can put into practice. I was, uh, I was down, in, most of you know, I was down in North Carolina this past week helping my mom and dad, and uh, they had sold our old family home place cabin and our, the barn that we had had all kind of stuff in it, and, and, and we were moving everything out, and, and they had, had bought another house. And, and, and the Internet at my mom's house, mom and dad's house, had gone out. And they asked me if I could fix it. And I thought, well, yeah, I'm pretty handy. I could probably make that fix. I could get that fixed. Phil, Phil wasn't around. Phil was around. I just called Phil, but he wasn't close enough. And so I thought, let me see what I can do. So I went in there and I unplugged the router and kind of reset everything and shut everything. Down. You know, that's, that's step number one, right? Power everything off, unplug everything, wait a few seconds. I actually waited about 15, 20 seconds, plugged it all back up, rebooted everything, still no internet. Okay? So we call in. And they said, okay, before we can get a service guy out there, it's going to be Friday of this week. Now, this was like Monday or Tuesday of that week, and so she had to go all week without Internet at my mom's house, and, and she was kind of upset about that. And, and uh, so it's going to be Friday before a service guy can get in. They said, okay, what time do you think he'll be there? They said, well, he's going to get there anytime between 8 and 6 p.m. <laughs> she said, what? Anytime between 8 and 6 will you be home? Of course, my mom and dad are both retired, and they're not going anywhere. She says, yeah, I'll be here, but she was frustrated with that, okay? So I call her as I'm driving home on Friday, and I call back in and let them know that, that I was real close to home, and I would made it, and, and I'm checking. I say, hey, as, as the Internet guy came in, oh, my mom was hot, okay? It's about 4.30, 5 o'clock, and he's still not in yet, and, and she is upset. And my dad's on the up. They both... <laughs> I don't, I don't know if this is just how you do when you get older, but everybody talks at the same time, okay? And so finally I said, I said, has he, no, he hasn't shown up and she's really upset. Well, Dad, I guess he had walked across the, the house and, and he yells back at my mom. He says, hey, Beverly, the Internet guy just pulled in the driveway. She said, good. I could feel the tension in her voice, okay? I said, Mom, Mom, wait a minute, Mom, before we hang up. I said, listen, this guy's been out there humping it all day long. Every call he goes on, it's trouble. Something's down. He's got to go fix it. I said, I want you to be nice to him when he comes to the door, right? Isn't it amazing how we get caught up in self and what's going on in our life that we really don't take into consideration what other people may be going through and taking place. So all I'm trying to get you to do is simply just smile. I love Proverbs 15:30. A cheerful look brings joy to the heart. Now, does it bring joy to your heart when you see somebody that's having a good time or you see someone that's smiling, right? So let that be said of you. Bring joy to some hearts, okay? So that's part, that's challenge number one. Let's just go out and smile. Let me give you another one. What about using manners? Okay, I'm talking about being kind. What about using manners? So, things like thank you. Things like please. Instead of men, you coming home and jumping into the recliner and throwing the feet up, where in the world's my remote? Right? Who's moved my remote control today? And hey, you're grouchy and carrying on. Why don't you say 
Number one, get up and look for it yourself. Right? Amen? Right, wives? Yeah? Go ahead. Your wife should be saying amen right there. But then if you have to ask for it, you say, will you please help me find that? Or could you be kind in what you're saying? Whenever we're out and about, why don't we say please? Will you please help me with this? Or say thank you. Thank you for doing that for me. When they bring water, this is one of my big pet peeves. When, when, the, when the waitress or waiter comes to your table and they refill your water or your glass and you sit there, number one, you don't even acknowledge that they're filling up your glass. You let them come and do that and then they leave and you don't even say thank you? That's a pet peeve of mine. I'll be out to eat with some folks and I'll see a waiter or waitress come fill up their glasses. They won't even make eye contact with them, won't even look at them, and won't even say anything. And I'll say, thank you very much for filling up their glasses. Right? What's wrong with using manners? We need to get back to that. I realize this is 2016 and some of this stuff is just old school stuff. But listen, people are people. They deserve our respect. We need to be kind. We need to use manners. And believe me, it should start in the home. Right? Knocking on the door before you bust into someone's bedroom. I know as Kristen was growing up, when she was a little girl, I could bust in there and do whatever I need to do, right? She's a little girl. I'm daddy. I'm making sure the house is right. But as she's growing up into a young lady, I now need to have some respect and manners in the home. If the door's closed, I knock on it before I enter. Are you with me? Guys, I'm just talking about using manners. Colossians 4, 5 and 6 is a good verse for this, but I'm going to give you just an excerpt of it. It says, Let your speech always be with grace. Wow. Let your speech always be with grace. Guys, I'm just simply talking about kindness. Let me give you the third one here. Acknowledge the presence of others. Now, I don't know if this is just a Midwestern thing. Of course, everybody where I'm from, I'm from thinks I'm in the north. I mean, I tell them, I'm not in the north. I'm in the Midwest. No, you're in the north. Okay? You got to remember, I'm from North Carolina. Okay? I'm in the, from the south. And so they say, oh, you're, I tell you northerns. I'm not, I'm not in the north. I'm in the Midwest. Right? They don't see the difference. Anything north of Virginia or anything, you know, that's the north. Okay? So, but here's something I've noticed around here. Have you ever noticed that you can walk by people around here and they want to make eye contact with you? Not even acknowledging that I'm here with you, right? Just blow, just not even look at you. You mean standing right there? I don't, I don't see you. Right? I don't see you. Right? What's wrong with that? We need to acknowledge people around us. We need to be kind in doing that. Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 and 4 says this. It says, do nothing out of rivalry or conceit, but in humility. Listen to this. It says, consider others as more important than yourself. So pay attention to those people that are around you. Be kind to those that are around you. Acknowledge that they're even there. And I've already given you my illustration with the waiter or the waitress. It kills me that they can come and serve you and people not even acknowledge that they're there. Okay? So simply be kind. Let me give you a fourth one and then I'm going to give you a whole list of things and I'm done. Number four is simply this. Compliment someone. If you notice that someone has on a nice pair of shoes... Or guys, if you notice that someone has a good-looking tie on or, or something or somebody looks good today or, or ladies, if you know, why not instead of just thinking, well, they look sharp today and not tell it, why don't you compliment them, right? Or if, if someone has a nice car or someone has a nice home 
or someone's done something that's really good, whatever it may be, why don't you compliment them? Here's another one. Why don't you compliment their boss on the job? If someone has done really, really well on the job and you're a co-worker with them, why don't you go to the boss and say, you know what, so-and-so has done an amazing job. You ought to see what they did. But we're not into promoting others, are we? We're into promoting who? Self. That's very selfish. That's very carnal. So why don't we just be that kind co-worker and compliment the boss on behalf of the co-worker? Isn't that amazing? That's a paradigm shift, is it not? You know what that's called? It's called being Christ-like. It's called thinking about other people. All right, let me give you a whole list of things here. Now, I'm going to hit these up here. I, I'm going to give you 15 things. I can email these to you. I'm not going to unpack them all. I'm not going to list them. They're going to be on the screen. I'm just going to read them to you real quickly. You can screenshot these with your phone if you want to or ask me to send this text to you in an email, and I'll get it to you. But here's just some ways, and I'm talking about, and Tyler, you and the band, you guys can come on up. I'm talking about the challenge this week of kindness, okay? Hashtag Kia. Kindness in action. That's what we're going to go out and produce this week with the help of the Holy Spirit. And here are you 15 ideas that can help you in the whole area of kindness other than the ones I just shared with you. Okay? So number one, why don't you tweet or Facebook a message, uh, a, a genuine compliment. Think about three people. And I want you to compliment three people this week. Okay, send them a, a private message on Facebook, send them out a, a direct message on Twitter, whatever it is, make a phone call, send an email, whatever, but reach out to three people. Number two, I like this one, take donuts to work. That's an amazing one, right? And for you health fanatics, get you some fruit or cantaloupe or strawberries or something and take it in there. But if I work with you, I'm going to love you if you bring me a blueberry Dunkin' Donut donut. Man, that's heaven right there, right? Krispy Kremes are good too. Take them in there, okay? Number three, while you're out, compliment a parent on how well-behaved their child is. So if you see a child that's well-behaved and a parent's done really well with them, they're out there, see them. Wow, they've worked hard, right? So compliment them. Number four, don't write that angry social media comment you're thinking of writing. Don't write it. Right? Number five, when someone around you is gossiping, be the one to butt in with something nice to say and stop the gossip. Instead of jumping in, oh, I feel the same way. So-and-so did whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm talking about bearing the fruit of kindness. Stop it, okay? Remember, every conversation, you get to throw water on it or you get to throw fire on it fire on, or gas on fire, okay? Every conversation, say there's a, a fire there, you get to throw water on the fire or gasoline on it. That's the two things you throw on it. Let's throw the water on there and let's be kind right here. Number six, this is a good one, cook a meal for a friend who's going through a difficult time. Maybe you have a neighbor or a co-worker or a friend or a church member, brother, sister in Christ. You know somebody's going through a challenging time. Cook a meal for them. You say, well, I'm not a good cook. Go to Chick-fil-A and get them a Chick-fil-A dinner, right? Take it to them. Number seven, if you walk by a car with an expired parking meter, put a quarter in it. I know a lot of them now are, are cards or whatever, but wherever you're out and you're out and about and you see people paying for parking, it's expired, don't say, well, that's expired. I wonder why they don't have a ticket. Hey, officer, <laughs> you know, why don't you just put a little more time on the meter for them? Act of kindness. Here's another one, number eight. I didn't finish writing this one out, but put away your phone. What I mean by that, I'm talking about whenever you're with a group of people. 
Have you ever been out to eat and see people at a group at a table and the whole group's there and everybody's like this? Put it away. Right? Just put it away and enjoy the company at the table. I know, that one's sensitive right there. Number nine, go over and welcome the person or the family who just moved into your neighborhood. Right? See, I'm amazed how people can move in and out of neighborhoods, and I've, I've done this, moved in and out, and, and people never even acknowledge you there. What's wrong with that? Be Christ-like. If somebody moves in, acknowledge they're, they're there and go and visit them. Number 10, offer a homeless person your leftover bag from a restaurant. If you have some leftover food or something, help them out. Number 11, each time you get a new piece of clothing, donate an old one. Right? Number 12, don't interrupt. Hold on now. Don't, don't move this slide. Number 12, don't interrupt when someone's speaking. There are adults today that still have not mastered that wonderful art. I mean, you can be in a conversation with someone and somebody just run. Hey, boom. They don't care. That's not very kind. To me, that's rude. Are you with me? If you're in a conversation with someone and somebody's talking, you can walk up, just stand there and wait, then engage. Are you with me? I shouldn't have to be teaching this to adults, but I'm talking about just being kind, okay? Okay, go, go on the next one here. Next slide. I think i got one more slide. Did I only do 12? Here we go. Number 13, email or write a former pastor or teacher who made a difference in your life. I've done this. I've written those individuals that impacted my life and said, thank you for your service. Thank you for what you taught me. Thank you for pouring into me. That's an act of kindness. Number 14, compliment someone to their boss. I already talked about that. Number 15, I like this one. Leave a nice server the biggest tip you can afford. Why don't you do that? And I realize that you can afford. Why don't you do it? Well, that's my money. You're selfish. I said you can afford. Everybody's tip's going to be a little different. But tip well. If they serve you well, you need to tip well. Now, I know that's a whole debatable thing today, but I like to tip well. All right. All hearts and minds clear? All right. Well, thank you for being here today, and happy Labor Day to you all. And let's go out, and let's take the Kia challenge, and let's do what we can. I want you to let me know. I appreciate those who let me know that you were filtering the noise last week, and you were scheduling time to just be still and Know that God is God, Psalm 46.10. So thank you for letting me know that. As, so as you go out and you, you do the, take this challenge and you're spreading kindness, let me know about that as well, okay? Shoot me a message and just put hashtag Kia, and I know exactly what it is that you're doing, okay? We all can do that. So let's make our determination today. Let's be intentional. Let's go out and let's bear and produce the fruit of the Spirit of kindness this week, okay? Well, thank you for joining us for this message from the Word of God. We know that the truth you have just heard will change your life if you believe it and intentionally apply it. If you need someone to pray with or maybe you just want someone to talk to, please call us at 618-622-9360. That's 618-622-9360. Or you can email us at victory at victorychurchonline.net. If you're interested in obtaining more teaching materials, or if you'd like to partner with us in this ministry, please contact us. You can email or call, or send a request to 715 Lake Point Center, Suite 109, O'Fallon, Illinois, 62269. Come and check us out on the web at www.victorychurchonline.net, 
And again, we thank you and are glad you could join us.